Welcome to Oral Histories, 100 Years of Michigan Social Work. In celebration of the school's centennial this year, we have been collecting oral histories, stories, anecdotes, and memories from our community of alumni, scholars, and students. Our stories encompass lessons and laughter, love and loss. They describe both historical events and the little moments that made a difference. Stories have the ability to build community as they transport us. So we invite you to make yourself comfortable and listen in on a story from our past. My name is Nisharan Price. I'm originally from Los Angeles, California. I've been here since 1999. Um, I came here specifically because of the macro focus. Coming from UC Santa Barbara, there was the large dismantling of affirmative action that was happening in the late 90s, 96 through 99. Um, someone who looked like us, Ward Connolly, was dismantling affirmative action. And so there was a lot of protest in U the UC system. So if you're not familiar, I, I, I didn't come for U of M's all like all glory. I didn't even know U of M in that same light, to be honest. Okay. You, um, so I wasn't, I came here to U of M because of the macro focus uh, as social work, um, because many of the others were either administrative or IP or interpersonal. And that was not really my focus. Okay. Coming from being part of a lot of people who reared me, who were um, folks who took us under their wings and were former Black Panthers or involved in political rebellion issues of, of enlightening the African-Americans um, in the California area. So I was going to do my PhD in Pan-African Studies. Mm. Yet I ended up as a single parent of three children um, at that time, um, elementary, almost middle school. So then when I started to look at school, I mean, I did the GRE and was looking at Temple, you know, some of the schools that had some of the formable, um, famous or, you know, leaders that um, had some of the, the area of focus I was interested in. So yet in, in being a single parent, I always had to work two or three jobs and went to school. So, as I said, when these things were happening on dismantling the um, affirmative action, you know, people were in uproar mm -hmm. and there was a lot of a protest uh, throughout the UC system and in different um, educational settings in the in the state of California. And so then I graduated with my undergrad degree in Black Studies and Sociology. Like I said, I did Chicano Studies, Women's Studies. It was very interdisciplinary because as an Afro-Hispanic, those things were important because I lived and breathed the Black and Brown community coming from Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. So, you know, these things were affecting us and our people and the people that came behind us. And those were the doors that opened. And then we looked at this gentleman who was actually taking that away, who looked just like us, who benefited from this, who were not paying loans and weren't doing all this. It was like, what this is going on? So as I said, I ended up working a lot in different areas, um, group homes, uh, on campus. There was different programs that were in place for us that of people of color for first gen, because I'm also a first gen graduate. 
in doing so, social work became kind of a practice. It was like, I'm already kind of doing this. And U of M flyer came across, which is the first time I looked at social work as a viable option. And that's because social workers, for me, were the ones who were looking down their nose if you got a $5 from AFDS or whatever it used to be back in the day, you know, giving us trouble around that. And there was different things that I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to be a social worker. <laughs> they don't do anything but take away babies and, 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 and complain, you know. And then when I got to looking, because I was very much in communal work, community participation, community development. So it was just a different, I would like between social work and my interest in an Afrocentric information of decentering, what we use now, decentering whiteness, it was like very interesting. But U of M had so many things. And when I I applied. I applied to um, all these different schools in the state. I applied to eight graduate schools. Okay. Two of them out of the state, which were Michigan and Boston. And at both of them had, um, I don't want to say it was a affirmative action program, but they had things that were, you know, trying to bring in people of color. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, Tim, who's still here, as you know, was they were the first to say, yes, come on in. And I was like, wait a minute. Oh, my goodness. I ended up deciding to come here and told my mother. And, you know, everyone was very happy because people were like, well, you're going to school with children. What are you doing with your children? Then when I ended up going to school, they're like, oh, you're doing black studies. What do you study? Watermelon and dancing. You know, I just had such ridicule from people who were just ignorant. And they were our people. Um, It was just a matter that they didn't understand the system. So I ended up deciding to come here because it was just like, okay, I, I slept on it. I had aunts, an aunt in, um, in, um, off Joy Road in Detroit and uncles and two uncles in Saginaw. I'm like, okay, well, these are my mother's older sisters, brothers. If I need anything, I won't be there just by myself. So I came and yeah, I remember it, you know, it was just like, Ooh. So ends up being, um, the class was, you know, picking projects, you know, as you do with group projects, there was two other young women and we were getting the news about affirmative action. Uh, Lord Conley was making tours across the country to do that. And it was coming to U of M law school, a lot of other things. And we decided, well, we wanted to do a protest. We wanted to pull together people, the knowledge of what had already happened in some other states and protested coming here. So it didn't affect us. And we ended up in that class organizing three charter buses to go down to the federal building, get petitions. We had banners. So, you know, we took social work students and anyone across this campus who wanted. And we had three buses that we took and protested as it was happening. And I think it was a a hearing or something that was happening. I can't quite remember because, as I said, I handed that stuff over. Yet we it it turned out to be pretty good. Um, And we got, like I say, press and we had a huge banner and we had faculty and students and other people support us on being able to, you know, and people driving by and honking. But it was a big effort of putting, you know, three young women um, and we were uh, multiracial. One was a Caucasian woman, one was of Asian descent and I'm of African descent. So of doing that, it was just one of those things that put the poignant picture of women, you know, I, I don't look at it now as women in organizing, but in some manner, I'm looking at it now, I'm sorry, as women in organizing. But at the time, it was just like, this was a pressing issue. I had a history of it because it already happened where I came from. I'm like, no, not Michigan, blah, blah, blah. And of course it passed, yet that effort came from us um, being able to bring a consciousness and really put into action community organizing in a classroom setting that then transferred into the community. 
Thanks for listening to this story from Oral History's 100 Years of Michigan Social Work. You can listen to more stories at the Social Work website and find the link in the episode notes. Thank you.